Howdy, folks. Your attention, please. To all who come to this happy place, welcome. Welcome to Discovery Land. My name is Victoria, and I will be your guide on this adventure through yesterday, tomorrow, and fantasy. You may know me from my other show, The Cantina Chatter Podcast, or you may have caught some of my toy reviews on the Victoria's Cantina YouTube channel. I am an educator, a writer, a photographer, a videographer, an analyst, and a dedicated Disneyland history buff. For the last 10 years, I have been studying Disneyland's vibrant history. From the legendary attractions of the past to the fondly remembered shows, its variety of restaurants, and the unique shops that once dotted each of its lands, I have been intrigued by it all. In Discovery Land, we will learn all about these unique features of Disneyland. Discovery Land is a celebration of Disneyland's history and it serves as an educational and entertaining outlet for which together we can go back in time and relive the treasures of the park's past. In Discovery Land, we will honor Walt Disney's legacy by lifting up his Imagineers, whose artistry and hard work resulted in what is perhaps the most monumental theme park achievement in history. The goal is to take a trip into Discovery Land and come back with a greater understanding and appreciation for Disneyland's past. It doesn't matter if you're a big Disneyland fan, a frequent visitor who knows everything there is to know about the park, or someone who has never been there at all. Discovery Land is for everyone. With that being said, let's take our very first trip into Discovery Land and give you a taste of what you can expect from the show's first two full episodes. Automobiles approaching snowflake specimen. All phases stand by to verify resolving power. Phase blue, phase blue. Light wavelength approximately 0.5 thousand millimeters. Definition excellent. Phase green. Resolving power decreasing. Phase green. Increase U angle. Verify. Phase green. U angle increased to 14 degrees 29 minutes. Automobile definition excellent. All phases hold U angle until forward units reach crystalline stage of snowflake. The year is 1967. The average cost of an American home is just over $7,000. Lyndon B. Johnson is president. The Vietnam War is in full swing, and NASA is working to land the first human beings on the moon. It has been 12 years since Disneyland's grand opening. For the first time, Tomorrowland is receiving a cohesive, unifying theme to tie the entire land together, a theme that will be rooted in the current events of the world while optimistically aiming for a better future. A great big beautiful tomorrow, if you will. In 1955, Disneyland opened amidst a rush schedule to meet its July 17th press opening. Of all the park's lands, Main Street USA, Adventureland, Frontierland, and Fantasyland, Tomorrowland was the least developed and the most hastily completed. The goal was to create what the year 1986 might look like. In 1955, attractions such as Autopia, Space Station X-1, Circarama, the Tomorrowland Boats, Rocket to the Moon, the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea exhibit, and the Monsanto Hall of Chemistry would open. What do these rides and exhibits have in common? Nearly all of them were corporate sponsorships. 
and although sponsorships remain in Disneyland up to this day, their presence was much more abundant in the early days of the park. In his 1987 book, Disneyland Inside Story, Disney Imagineer Randy Bright writes, With time and money running short before the opening of Tomorrowland, Walt had been forced to accept several corporate county fair-type exhibits to populate the buildings. The Monsanto Hall of Chemistry, the Dutch Boy Paints Color Gallery, and Kaiser's Hall of Aluminum fame did little more than promote the companies themselves and even less to promote the future. End quote. Given Walt Disney's mad dash to present Disneyland to the public, he relied on sponsors to complete construction in exchange for advertising the sponsor. The Monsanto Hall of Chemistry would be the first attraction sponsored by Monsanto. And while the name Monsanto is marred with negative connotations given recent controversies, in the middle of the 20th century, Monsanto was considered a cutting-edge company working towards the betterment of humanity. It's funny how things change over time, isn't it? In 1957, Monsanto sponsored the House of the Future, which would remain just outside Tomorrowland up until 1967. Which brings us to the focus of our first full episode, Adventure Through Inner Space. Your attention, please. This is the tracking procedure of an adventure through inner space. Adventurous men of science who have made this journey before you are carefully plotting every phase of this incredible journey as you shrink beyond the smallness of an atom, the smallest building block of matter. We wish you an enlightening experience, for though your body will shrink, your mind will expand. All phases, lower resolvable separation as automobiles proceed through crystalline stage, compensate shrinking factor. Phase yellow, view angle increased to 85 degrees, approaching practical limit. In 1967, a new Tomorrowland was being constructed to finally realize the potential of the land that got the short end of the stick in 1955. Although Tomorrowland, in fact, had been updated along the way with expansions and the addition of legendary attractions such as the Matterhorn, the Submarine Voyage, and the Monorail, it still lacked a cohesive theme that unified the entire land. Tomorrowland 1967 would correct that and it would usher in a new era of Disneyland history that many would refer to as Disneyland's Golden Age. We'll continue our discovery of adventure through inner space in episode one of Discoveryland. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's date night at Disneyland with the Elliott Brothers and the Disneyland Date Nighters. Let's dance. <laughs> Nestled in the corner between Sleeping Beauty Castle and the entrance to Frontierland is a terrazzo dance floor that dates back to 1956. If this dance floor could talk, it would tell you stories about Walt and Lillian Disney dancing upon it, about Duke Ellington performing on its adjacent stage, about the thousands upon thousands of people who convened upon it on warm summer nights for hours of swing dancing. Today, that dance floor is located in Fantasy Fair. From 1956 to 2012, however, it was known as Carnation Plaza Gardens. 
More similar in aesthetic to Main Street USA than to either Fantasyland or Frontierland, Plaza Gardens was something of an outlier, with elements constructed out of wrought iron, glass light bulbs, and a white and red striped tent that covered its dance floor, it wouldn't be long after its 1956 opening that Carnation Plaza Gardens would forge a fondly remembered place in Disneyland history. By day, Plaza Gardens would be used primarily as a counter-service restaurant location, with its shaded tables, many of which were covered by canoping umbrellas, Guests of all ages can enjoy hamburgers, hot dogs, and ice cream from its sponsor, Carnation. By night, however, Plaza Gardens became the biggest party spot in all of Disneyland. Not long after its opening, promotion of this quaint area of Disneyland went into overdrive. While Walt Disney always promoted Disneyland as a place that guests of all ages could enjoy, date night at Disneyland targeted adults. It was not uncommon to see men in their suits and ties, and women in their Sunday best, enjoying date night at the park until the wee hours of the morning. It was those early days of Disneyland that became responsible for the tradition of swing dancing to live big band music. That tradition, which carries on to this day, is what made Carnation Plaza Gardens, and now Fantasy Fair, into what many believe to be the longest-running swing dancing venue in the world. We will talk more about Carnation Plaza Gardens and Date Night at Disneyland in upcoming episodes of Discoveryland. I hope you have enjoyed this preview of Discoveryland. With a history as rich and vibrant as Disneyland's, I am excited about the many attractions, shows, events, long-lost restaurants, and forgotten shops that we will discuss in the future. Please tune in on July 25th for the first full episode of Discoveryland. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Discoveryland, on Twitter at DiscoverylandVC, and on Instagram at Discoverylandshow. I look forward to seeing you once again in Discoveryland. Thank you.